Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Heartland Signal podcast. My name is Rich Eberwein, multimedia journalist here at Heartland Signal. And today I'm joined by Tim Hogan, the executive editor here at Heartland Signal, and our editor, Austin Linfante. First, we have an update from Wisconsin regarding the possible impeachment of newly sworn in Supreme Court Justice Janet Protasiewicz who Republicans are calling to recuse herself from two redistricting lawsuits uh, that could undo rampant gerrymandering in Wisconsin. Yeah, so it's been a really interesting 24 hours when it comes to this. House Assembly Speaker Robin Voss had a press conference that was just like, hey, we have a surprise. We're going to do a nonpartisan thing like Iowa does. And it looks it looks good because a bunch of states have it good, like use this. It's nonpartisan. But Ron Voss was really smarmy about it, even though this this should have like solved it, right? Mm-hmm. Like this should have solved it. Ron Voss is like, hey, I'm created a panel of three former Wisconsin Supreme Court justices to see if we can impeach Jampro Sawich. Meanwhile, he's throwing a fit that's like, I never said impeachment. I never said I was going to work towards this. It was you people are colluding with the, the media is colluding with the Democrats. Meanwhile, he's very much going for impeachment. In an interview, he said this is his last option and he doesn't want to do it. And that Democrats think he's, quote, foaming at the mouth to have an impeachment process. But it very much seems that that's the path they're going. So, Tim, why don't you talk a little bit about it? Yeah. And this proposal that he has offered, uh, Governor Tony Evers called it this morning a red herring because the way that it's structured is that if those maps get rejected two times, then it just goes to Republicans in the legislature and they get to draw their maps all over again. Um, now, Robin Voss is saying, uh, he, he asked, you know, um, people like, what do you think I'm smoking? Uh, this isn't a process that would work because Governor Evers would have to approve it ultimately um, in order for those maps to get get through. But at, at its base, what this is about is that the uh, legislative maps in Wisconsin are basically the skeleton key to Republican control throughout the entire state. They just lost uh, by 11 points this Supreme Court race that put J- Justice Janet Protasiewicz in power. There's polling out today that says this effort to impeach her is extremely unpopular uh, by a range of 24 points, so more than double what Protosiewicz was elected by. Voters do not like it. So Voss is, I think, looking for some sort of off-ramp. I do do genuinely think he wants to um, get this out of his hands in some way, but at the same time, I think he's also just trying to eat up time. This is not a person that you trust that has come to the table, and you're not like, oh, great, there's a plan that'll it'll work great. It's nonpartisan. Everything's going to be fine. Um, and so, I think what you're seeing um, with Wisconsin Democrats is that they're very much on guard about what's happening because we are at a moment where deeply gerrymandered, unfair, unrepresentative maps. There's an opportunity for them to be struck down, and ultimately for democracy to be restored stored in Wisconsin, and you can't just take the guy who's rigged the system over the last decade plus to uh, be taken at his word that he's going to be part of the solution now. Yeah, and you brought up the idea that, like, oh, it would have to go through, like, there's no way this can be partisan. Uh, guess what happened in Iowa this past redistricting cycle? They passed the first, the, the commission passed the first map, legislator was like, no, this is too... Uh, two biased Democrats, they pass another one, the second map gets approved, and then coincidentally, uh, four, all, four out of four Iowa districts go red. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And it is, I mean, at its at its core, like there are regulations around fair maps, right? There's, but we've seen the Supreme Court, particularly on 
uh, political redistricting, kind of just like kick the can down the road. They're not going to interfere. And kind of the reality is it is a political struggle. It's about political power and who's empowered in what places. And Wisconsin Republicans right now just don't like that for the first time in a long time, we have a liberal majority on the Supreme Court. If this law gets to Tony Evers' desk and gets vetoed, what do you guys think happens next? I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I think they're probably going to go with, like, Republicans going to find race off. It's like, oh, the uh, the Democrats want to have this overtake and overtake us in 2024. And then, uh, really, I think they just continue with uh, impeaching uh, Judge Janet because, essentially, and I believe this is probably our last podcast, they don't necessarily need to impeach her. They just need to get to the first part of it, which is either the House or Senate just needs to vote for impeachment. That takes that takes her off. Like, she's uh, suspended until that gets settled. And they're probably going to take their time to the point where, like, uh, the three— of Wisconsin Supreme Court will probably rule three three uh, in there and keep the maps. I think I think the state party chair, Democratic state party chair Ben Wickler's take on this is is accurate right now, which is that Robin Voss is like erratic, like he doesn't have a plan. Like we are hearing one thing one day, one thing the next day because they are totally desperate. And I think what it means and the amount of money then they've been able to raise, the Democratic Party, they have been able to put a target on Republicans' backs here and say, the reason that you don't feel represented in this state, and something that like in a comparison between Wisconsin and Minnesota, neighbor states where you see one state making a ton of progress and the other one just like deadlocked in partisanship is um, is is mobilizing a bunch of voters in the state. It is causing people to donate to the state party. And it's a huge political liability for Republicans in the state. Obviously, it's good for them if the maps stay there, but it's also energizing people on the other side and they're turning out um, in, in donating in record numbers in off-cycle elections. I mean, the fact that we had the crazy turnout that we had in a you know uh, 2023 uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court race is crazy. So for coverage on that, check out heartlandsignal.com. We'll be covering the story as it moves along. So moving on to the federal level, we have another piece of impeachment news. Uh, Republican Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy has announced he is launching an impeachment inquiry into President Biden and his, quote, culture of corruption. Uh, so, Tim, why don't you tell us exactly what this means and what the next steps are? Oh, I, I, there's an article that came out today from Molly Jong Fast in Vanity Fair that I think like encapsulates this best, which is the title is uh, Kevin McCarthy's Vibes-Based Impeachment. Like, there's, there's, they don't have evidence. Like, there is not evidence. And you're hearing from all corners of the Republican Party, from more so-called moderates to more hardline conservatives, like Ken Buck, representative of Colorado, that there just isn't evidence for this. And it's interesting to look back at McCarthy's announcement yesterday and him saying things like, well, we need all the bank records. Uh, well, you have like had bank records released to your committees three times. You have President Joe Biden, someone who released his tax returns, unlike former President Donald Trump. Um, it is it is just unclear where they're going to go with this. And I actually think Kevin McCarthy is sticking his neck out because if there ends up being a vote on impeachment and they can't get there and their caucus is fractured, which is what it looks like right now, then leading up to the 2024 election, you have a chance of a uh, Republican-controlled House absolving uh, 
President Joe Biden of the inflated fake accusations they have made against him. So I don't I don't know exactly what he's doing. I think much like Robin Voss, he is living day to day. Um, you have uh, someone like Congressman Matt Gates going to the floor saying that he is going to call for uh, Kevin McCarthy's speakership to be put up for a vote. And I think that's driving what he's doing. And while all of this is happening, too, uh, we have a funding issue with the federal government and the government might shut down. So I I think Kevin McCarthy um, is just like in real trouble. And the way I see this, this is just kind of Matt Gates calls on the floor. It's like, I'm going to put you up to a vote. We only need one person to do it. And McCarthy's like, oh, no, we oh, I can't deal with this right now. OK, we'll support the impeachment. Basically, he, they have what they need, like uh, they have like a seven vote margin, mm-hmm. more or less. They already lost three. Yeah. Don Bacon, Mike Lawler, Ken Buck. Uh, they're probably going to lose more once like pe- this starts to get further, if this were to even go to a vote. Which is which is indicative in, in the fact that to start this impeachment, they did not take a vote. They did not, to start the inquiry, they did not take a vote of the House, um, which Kevin McCarthy criticized then-Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, for when she initiated the Trump impeachment proceedings. So, um, you know, he has he has changed his mind on that. Um, but I think the reason that he has is that Kevin McCarthy can't whip votes for anything. Like, I don't know what you could put on the floor right now um, that Kevin McCarthy could get through. Uh, and I think he is using this as a distraction and a way to try to um, solidify his caucus. But I think it's going to be uh, worse for him than he thinks. Yeah, it's like the same thing. Like every time that there's like a big thing that's going to come up, like UFOs start coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there were those aliens they just found in Mexico, right? They, and the, and the paper mache aliens. Yeah, the paper mache aliens. Who who brought those out? We're, like, what is the organization? Do we know what organization uh, announced it? It looks way too much like ET for it to be. Wh- why'd they real. put it in a casket? I don't know. Maybe they found them that way. <laughs> I guess I think we're just destined to have every future Democratic president get impeached for some crazy reason. That's, I mean, this is what, like, Republicans love to do. There was a reason to begin impeachment proceedings with Donald Trump. I mean, like, there is a reason that he is, you know, facing numerous indictments and his campaign is going to be basically a courthouse campaign. It's because uh, there is a principle that, like, yeah, no one should be above the law, not even the president. And if you can make the act of impeachment meaningless in the case of Joe Biden and others in the future, just as like another political tool, then the stain on Donald Trump or future Republican presidents doesn't matter that much because everybody uses it. Republicans are masters at lowering standards, right? And then pointing the finger at the other side and saying like, no, you did it first. Well, the reason we did it first is because in in the instance with, with Trump, um, with his, his last impeachment was that he was withholding aid from Ukraine. I'm sorry, that was the, not the last impeachment, the first impeachment, not impeachment, the sequel, was because he was withholding aid from Ukraine because he wanted dirt on Joe Biden, which in all of this too is like in 2018, the Department of Justice, Trump's Department of Justice was investigating Hunter Biden. Like, I, you know, what I, I, people have such short memories, but you know, we've been down this road before. It's just a different vehicle. Now it's Trump telling Kevin McCarthy he needs impeachment and Kevin McCarthy going along because he has no allies. I think that wraps up our second episode of the Heartland Signal podcast. Please subscribe and like our video on YouTube at Heartland Signal. Also, follow us on Spotify and uh, stay tuned again for future episodes. Thanks for tuning in.